Welcome back to the Shot to Side podcast. I'm your host, Alex. Joined by Adam and Matt today. How are we doing today, boys? Doing good, doing good. Yeah, so... Pretty solid. So, looking at free agency, um, I think we're we're just getting through day three. Uh, By the way, happy um, 4th of July to everybody. Um, Happy birthday to America. America. Um, Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. (laughs) Fuck yeah. (laughs) No, but, um, yeah, we're through day three of free agency. Most of... Uh, the really good players, um, good, great players have been kind of, you know, weeded off of the free agency market. Uh, some notable free agents that are, are kind of still on the board. Uh, you got restricted free agents in Grant Williams and P.J. Washington, as well as, I believe, Ayo Desumo is still available as well, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, he is. Yep. yep. And then uh, Paul Reed is also restricted. Unrestricted free agents left. You got Kelly Oubre Jr., Christian Wood, Matisse Thibel, um, Mo Bamba is another one. Um, Matthew Deladova. Yeah. <laughs> Deladova, you can probably wait on if you have an injury for point guards later in the season. But no, no, I get where you're coming s- from, Adam. He's not getting signed. He's not getting signed. <laughs> I don't know. You, you brought him up like you were hoping somebody would sign him. Maybe your Phoenix Suns. I don't know, Alex. You're you're a big LeBron fan, so maybe he goes to LA. I think the Lakers got their point guards, but should be good on that that side of the ball. But um, just looking at some of the top uh, free agents to sign, um, I was surprised at what Portland gave Jeremy Grant to start off with. Five years, a hundred and sixty million dollars. Um, if you're doing that average, it's about. 32 million on average. Uh, that was the highest contract that we saw so far in this free agency. What did you guys think of Portland getting Jeremy Grant? I think they did it kind of in hopes that it would keep Dame around, but as we've heard now, guys, Damian Lillard looks the like he's going to get by, traded by years or what? Uh, value wise, value. Yeah, total money. Otherwise, Fred VanVleet had the highest uh, on average, which was his like three-year. Not- not counting like the extensions, you mean, right? Yeah, I'm just talking total value money. I mean, over the span of how many years it was, I mean, Jeremy Grant's made the most out of yeah, the I mean, but not counting like LaMelo and Anthony Edwards, like 260 yeah, no. million. Yeah, yeah, I'm not counting any of the extensions or anything from rookie oh, okay. deals or yeah. some of those yeah. rookie contracts. But what did you. you guys think of uh, Jeremy Grant getting paid 160 million and? Do you think he's maybe a trade asset, or is it kind of tough to trade, even if you do decide to move on from Damian Lillard? Uh, well, I mean, technically, he still I think he still could be part of a Damian Lillard trade, like in a sign-in trade. Because, uh, like, I don't think he's officially signed anything yet. No. Um, but the, I, th- I think that has to be separate, though, so I'm not, I'm not sure if he could be part of it or not, actually, but... Either way, I mean, that's a pretty massive contract. I mean, I, I understand why they did it, just because, like, you don't want to lose him for nothing. Um, but at the same time, it could end up being a bad contract pretty quick if if he, um, like, takes any step back at all, um, which I, I'm not sure how old he is right now. Is he, like, 29 or 28 maybe? Or? Yeah, he's getting, he's 29 years old right now. Uh, ninth year in the league. 
Um, pretty good contract for a second rounder um, for oh, Syracuse. Yeah. So, so I mean, it'll be 34 by the end of it. Um, I right. mean, right now it's probably a, a f- fine contract for what he gives you. Like, he's a pretty pretty solid player. Um, but in three years, will it be a good contract? Yeah, that's uh, the thing. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I, I'm just wondering in my mind, Adam, like, what other team would have offered him, like, even that close to a, a contract? I mean, you could see a team offering maybe, like, around that 28 29 million dollar range but which isn't that much short of 32 million but i don't know if there was a huge market for maybe there was a little bit of a market for jeremy grant but um i think they mainly just did it because of damian lillard just to make him kind of happy but then again dame or like portland didn't go out and get anybody else so i mean that's the issue uh, right there i think this was more to just you know have you know, a good player alongside Scoot, because you know, we don't, we don't know what Portland's you know thinking or what they're what they might do. We have an idea, but I I think that like they're just trying to you know get a decent players playing alongside Scoot so he can develop you know properly and not just get thrown in with some scrubs you know. So. I didn't think it was like the worst idea. I wouldn't have done that many years, but I think he would have probably got about that same number, but probably definitely less years for another team. But overall, I didn't think it was you know the worst the worst idea for Portland. No, but I mean when you don't bring in anybody else, like the they didn't have any other signs besides Jeremy Grant, so that's. I mean, I, I get the point of you, you're trying to help out Scoot, maybe put some veterans on that team to kind of help him prolong it. But is it also the thing, is it, it is it the type of team that Jeremy Grant wants to be on, especially if Damian Lillard moves on, Matt? Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of it hinges on how, how good Scoot is because, like, this honestly could be a better team, like, real soon if Scoot's good because – um, Scoot's pretty prolific, and then also like Shade and Sharps showed a lot of glimpses of being a, a really good player. So like, if both those two players are good, you're looking at like an elite young backcourt um, that could be good like within the next like three years. Here, I, I don't think they'll do anything crazy this year or anything like that. But uh, and then they also got Simon still, who's pretty pretty solid player. Not probably not defensively, but. Scoring wise, he's a really good player. Um, so I think having that stability of uh, um, Jeremy Grant is nice, um, and they they could always trade him too. I guess look looking at his contract, like thirty two million a year on average, isn't. I mean, it's not heinous when you like think about like Cat being paid like sixty million, like in a couple, like that's half of it basically. No, it, yeah, so it's it's like, no Rudy Gobert, you know. Yeah, so I mean, like. It, it is possible that like they could have thought of it as like we'll keep them for three years and then try to trade them like once we have to start paying some of those young guys. Um, but I, I mean, I think it's fine for now. Yeah, I'd uh, rather have Jeremy Grant than Nurkic as well. I mean, Nurkic might be another guy they look to trade as well. But then again, on the open market, who's trading for you know Nurkic at, at his age? And, no one. <laughs> you know, the injury issues he's had in the past, too. I mean, it's. I think Portland's in a tough situation, but also they have to be happy with 
some of their young draft picks that they've had these last couple of years with, you know, Sharp, Scoot Henderson, and uh, Anthony Simons as well. But, um, yeah, uh, any other draft picks or, sorry, not draft picks, but free agents that you guys really liked um, coming out of uh, this year's free agency class? Just in terms of fit or what? Yeah, fit-wise, yeah. Yeah, I mean, not fit-wise, but I think a, a team we should talk about should, would maybe be the Rockets. Um, so they made some pretty big splashes. Uh, spent $210 million between Dylan Brooks and Van Fleet. Yeah, that's um, a lot of money. Uh, I don't know if I'm totally sold on it, especially not... I don't mind the Dylan Brooks contract, honestly. Like, that's not too bad. $20 million no. a year for no. f- four years is considering he's a all defensive player this year and I mean he's still fairly young isn't he like 27 or 28 or something like that yeah he's no he might even be 26 actually um I mean I, I know he's, he's 27 not he's 27 yeah, so right now 27. so yeah that's no. yeah so that's he's pretty young just getting into um, his prime it's it's probably more like the, the Van Fleet one that like my eyes almost popped out of my head when I saw it. Forty-three uh, million a year. Got got paid more than uh, Kyrie, which yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't know if you've ever seen Kyrie versus Van Fleet play, but uh, <laughs> I mean, one of the one of those two is uh, is is a lot better than the other one, but. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I, I I can see that maybe that they wanted to get like some veterans in there just to try to get them going in the right direction uh van fleet and dylan brooks are both dogs too uh good both good defenders who will like lay out for for plays um and i think they kind of want to instill that into their team because there was times where that team last year looked pretty uh i don't know like like lackadaisical uh, at times um, yeah just, the, the rockets were a team uh, as we like to say in the league it's a it's an easy win as, as they like to say <laughs> <laughs> the team where uh a lot of stars took the night off um yeah. but i mean considering they're not like super long contracts it's not like the worst thing because like they're not gonna have to pay people they're like young guys until that van fleet contract is in the last year or up so right it's only a three-year deal so it's yeah. not too you know controlling over their cap space and they also added players like jeff green who just won a championship so bringing in his veteran leadership for you know one year six million and then uh, i thought they kind of overpaid on jock landell a little bit too who adam knows uh, pretty well playing for the Phoenix Suns. Four years, thirty-two million. Not I don't know if I would have. I don't know if I would have given Jock a four-year, thirty-two million just after one playoff series where they had to put him in because of DeAndre Ayton and how kind of not great he was against uh, Jokic. What do you mean he, he locked Jokic up for fifty points? <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's that's not bad. That's, you're right. <laughs> but yeah, uh, no, I'm. Go ahead, Adam. Uh, yeah, I I just I I didn't know what the Rockets were even doing this free agency. Like they already have Jalen Green, who's who's a guard, and they have uh, who's the other one? Amon Thompson, their new draft pick, is probably yep. gonna be their 
point guard. KPJ. Maybe come K- off the bench. KPJ just signed Van Vliet and then just got Patty Mills in a trade. So, like, I don't know what they're doing with all these guards. Like, it, I don't know. I don't know what their what their plan is. I thought Patty Mills went to the Thunder. No, no, they're no. They traded Ty Ty and uh, Garuba for Patty Mills. Okay. As well as a second round pick. Yeah, I don't know if that makes much sense for Patty Mills. Like, why are you going on to a team that already has Fred Van Vliet and a rookie fifth round pick um, that's going to play point guard as well? I, I don't know. Doesn't make sense for Patty Mills, but I mean, I guess you're at for Houston. It adds that veteran leadership, and he's won championships, and that being Patty Mills, and um, maybe he can bring some of that experience to the Rockets, which they could desperately need after last year. Yeah, I mean, they, they'll probably win a couple more games this this next season. I mean, <laughs> I don't, just a couple, just maybe a couple more. Yeah. You know, maybe Fred Van Vliet, you know, hits a couple game winners, but you know, that's about it. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I think they're gonna. I think they'd win at least five or five to seven, maybe even eight more games next next season. There's high hopes for the Rockets there, Al. <laughs> it's really yeah. not. They I mean, didn't win I a lot of games last year. Kind of depends on how, how like, uh, the new coach does the most, maybe. Um, Good coach, too. Since, yeah, since they got Yudoka. Um, Van Fleet, the, the, the thing that doesn't make sense about him is that he's kind of an inefficient scorer, and they have a boatload of inefficient scorers, so I don't really yeah. know. I feel like maybe they should have got like a pass first point guard, but um, that's the thing. Like Van Vliet kind of reminds me of like uh, like Isaiah Thomas, like on the Boston. Yeah, maybe not that great of a like in Isaiah Thomas's prime. I think he was a much better scorer. Um, no, I'm Fred just Van saying Vliet like had they, a down they year just score like. Yeah, but Fred Van Vliet had I think he averaged like seven point three assists. This past season so he can he can dish the ball a little bit yeah like i said like they're they're good offensive players but on the defensive side like you know you might as well just play with four people (laughs) (laughs) that's some that's some low praise on fred van vliet i thought fred van vliet was a decent defender Shit, yeah, if you put uh, J-Mac against him. (laughs) (laughs) Anybody's a good defender when it's it's J-Mac. What did you guys think of Dallas? Obviously, Dallas didn't sign a lot of players in free agency this year, but, you know, bringing Kyrie back, huge for the team. Also, bringing back another former player they had in Seth Curry, I think, kind of adds, you know, two things at once. You get your point guard to match up with Luka Doncic. You also get some more shooting that you desperately needed with Seth Curry. How does this help Dallas? And does it make me, you know, not necessarily push them further in the playoff situation in the West, but does it help them be more stable when it comes to helping out Luka? I don't, yeah, I don't know if this made them better or worse. It's just, they just stayed the same. Like I think what Dallas is just hoping for is either a good trade to come along or for Kyrie and Luca just to have unreal chemistry and, you know, for them to have 
something else. So I, I don't know. I don't think they really got any better or any worse. Yeah, what do you think, Matt? Yeah, I mean, I'm kind of along the same lines as Adam. I think, I mean, really what they need the most was wing defenders, and they didn't really and they need much to, wing defenders. I mean, they need a they, center, too. Yeah, I mean, they did Not get Derek Lively in the, in the draft, so if... But I also don't think Derek Lively is um, should have that put pressure put on him, like no. to help him in the playoffs immediately as a rookie. So, um, I mean, maybe they just. I mean, I think it was a positive that they did re-sign Kyrie because he does have trade value too if they want to trade him like later in the season. Um, possibly once the Lakers implode, um, maybe they'll want some of those. Wing defenders from the Lakers, and the, the Lakers will oblige um, if things are turning south for them. Um, but the, I mean, there's also other teams too that could be in the mix for them. So I think it, it was good to at least like retain Kyrie because you didn't want to lose him for nothing when when you gave away uh, Finney Smith and I think like maybe like two first too. I'm not. I think it was just one remember. first round pick or one. But still, it's you're giving up value for not re-signing them, which, you know, yeah. like you said, it helps re-signing Kyrie. Well, and also, they, they didn't bring back Christian Wood, did they? Not yet, no, and I don't think they will. They did bring back Dwight Powell, though, on a two-year deal. Oh, thank goodness. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> and they made a trade and got, uh, I think, in that... Uh, one of the trades where they brought in uh, Rich Homie Kwan, Rashawn Holmes. Homie Kwan. So, but we'll see if 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 Rashawn Holmes has any anything left in the tank. Obviously, we saw or didn't see him much last year with you know the Kings bringing in Sabonis, and then he basically just got benched all of last year. So maybe he can have a little upbringing in his uh in his career to you know maybe spark some in dallas yeah I mean, you, know, you never know no but I, I think the uh i think we can all agree that the lakers probably were the big winners of this draft or this draft of this free agency um notable additions that the lakers brought in besides re-signing rui hachimura besides re-signing austin reeves and d'angelo russell they also brought in Torian Prince, Gabe Vincent, Cam Reddish, Jackson Hayes. Um, all solid players that I think a lot of teams were looking to get on their teams. Um, start with uh, Adam real quick. What did you like uh, from these Lakers additions that you think will you know, not only help them in maybe making it back to a Western Conference Finals, but maybe one of these players pushes it further? Well, I mean, I feel like they're like just like the like just like Dallas, like they didn't really get too much better, but they they're just glad that they re-signed, you know, as many players as they could, and getting additional players like um, Cam Reddish and uh, Gabe Vincent, like those are solid signings. I mean, it's not really gonna put you over the edge of championship you know I, I don't believe but I think this should, they're just trade chips for you know probably 
like like what Matt said, when they implode mid season, they're they're gonna <laughs> they're gonna go towards Dallas's way, and they're gonna be like, hey. Um, I like how you say when, not if. No, no, no. It's gonna happen. Like, oh boy, this guy. You know LeBron. He's he yeah. loves choking that away. <laughs> no, I disagree. I totally disagree. I think they had a phenomenal free agency, and I think a lot of these key additions will be a huge impact. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I feel like it, it. It was honestly kind of a wash, though, because like Gabe Vincent or Schroeder. Not not a, the biggest difference between the two. I know Gabe Vincent had a decent playoffs, but like, get nobody was talking about Gabe Vincent like that during the regular season when he was putting up eight points a game, um, not really doing much for the Heat. Um, and then Torian Prince or Troy Brown Jr. Both are pretty mid. Um, both just sh- decent shooters. Troy Brown Jr. is more athletic, probably a better defender too than Torian Prince. Um, better, better rebounder shooter. too. I Torian Prince is a better shooter, I think. Uh yeah. I mean, I'll give you that, but he's a worse rebounder and he's also a worse defender. Um, and he's older. And then Cam Reddish, I mean, way worse shooter than Malik Beasley. He's a young um, project, though. Somebody yeah, that maybe I mean, you hope to have that kind of Rui Hachimura kind of playoffs yeah. that he had. I mean, Rui was actually, Rui was decent on the Wizards, too. Like, he's better than Cam's ever been. Yeah, I agree. Um, and then Jackson Hayes, I mean, I'd maybe rather have Mo Bamba than Jackson Hayes, but um, I, I still think the Lakers are missing, like, a big center. Like, that's what they were missing in the playoffs last year, too. Like a Dwight Howard uh, type. Yeah, yeah, because I, I, I thought, like, just even going back to like the bubble like that that was such a dominant team because it allowed AD to play at the four and then like when you have two like seven footers like that that's I mean it's almost impossible to score on sometimes like in the paint like um don't you think it's easy to possibly trade for a, a center like that somebody who's like not really good but you know, can give you some solid minutes. I feel like in the NBA nowadays, you can you can possibly trade for a center that makes like five to ten million that you know can give you those spot minutes. Yeah, and I think they will get that eventually. I'm just saying, like that's why I'm not totally sold yet, just because yes. I think that'll come. Like, and they'll use these smaller contracts, like a couple of them, to to get that person. And then I think. I mean, the biggest win for them was that they got great deals on Austin Reeves, Hachimura, and Russell, in my opinion. like Yeah. That was honestly the one. I mean, they were runners-up in the conference finals. Like, they're a good team, like, even without making additions. So, and I, mean, I think was, they're a good team. There was talks of of uh, Austin Reeves possibly getting, like, a four-year, like a Yeah, 80 to $100 million deal. And... The fact that no teams offered Austin Reeves any t- site or sort of deal. Obviously, the Rockets went with the uh, Fred Van Vliet route and then ended up getting Dylan Brooks. But you would have thought that some team with cap space, which there wasn't a lot out there, would have possibly made a deal to, you know, not, not necessarily get Austin Reeves just to make it harder for the Lakers to have to spend more money. But... You know, 
credit the Lakers for being able to, you know, sign Austin Reeves, sign, I'd say Hachimura, they paid maybe a little bit too much for, but yeah, yeah, the Austin Austin Reeves deal, the D'Angelo Russell deal, two for thirty-seven million, pretty good price. Even gave Vincent, especially with what Russell was asking for the Wolves right. for. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he wanted the max, didn't he? The super max. Yeah, or like just yeah, like the max extension that he could have gotten. Right. Well, I think he could have gotten a super max because he had he did make it to one All Star with the Nets. Yeah, I think you might need to make all NBA for the super max, but yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right. But still, I think it was like 180 million or something like that. Like just that. insane. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know, but that would that would have been another bad contract if we had if the T Wolves had D'Lo at that price plus Cat yeah. plus Rudy Gobert, and now we're given. I mean, Ant deserves it, but also we haven't seen. Ant really, you know, be in playoff win scenarios. So I mean, but you know, a, a number there was a number of other contracts that were pretty high in the league uh, for free agents wise. Um, Cam Johnson of the Brooklyn Nets signed a four year, one hundred eight million dollar contract that was fourth behind Jeremy Grant, Fred VanVleet, and Kyrie Irving. Um, all three of those players probably better than Cameron Johnson, but I thought Cameron Johnson was really good last year. And, uh, you know, he'll probably have a bigger role in Brooklyn than he did in Phoenix. Um, another big contract, Kyle Kuzma, four year, 102 million. Chris Middleton, three years, 102 million. That, that's um, a steal right there. That's a steal. For Chris Middleton? For Chris Middleton. Thirty-four million for how old is Chris Middleton right now? He's got to be like, what is he? He's thirty-one. I think he's so. thirty-one. Yeah, that's perfect. Like you got him for, got him for three more years. Like that's like about where his prime is going to end is probably when he's thirty-four, thirty-five. And right, I, I'm just hoping he stays healthy though. No, yeah, but when Chris Middleton plays, like he's all-star level player. Like he he can shoot, he can defend better than most people in the league and he's lengthy that's probably and he's a... go ahead no i was like that that's what we want you know Jaden mcdaniels to turn into we want him to turn into kind of a chris middleton player like that would be perfect for the wolves yeah i just don't i don't yeah, know i'm if hoping Jayden's more of get... scotty pippen well <laughs> that's what i'm hoping too scotty pippen would be a good one hey everybody wants a scotty pippen but shit <laughs> Ants MJ, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Now you can't have you can't have two MJs. I mean, one of them's got to be Scottie Pippen. Or does that make <laughs> does that make Cat Dennis Rodman? <laughs> <laughs> no. Cat is. I mean, Cat is. Who did Chicago trade? They're, they they had to trade somebody to get Cat. Cat is Tony Kukoc. <laughs> oh, yep, 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 yep. <laughs> the, and then the go bad on Cat. Gobert, Gobert is Dennis Rodman. <laughs> oh boy! Oh, I, I feel like Jaden McDaniels. Bill Cartwright. <laughs> Jeez. Go, Gobert is the water boy. <laughs> yeah. No, but yeah, I mean, I guess it's it's not a bad contract for Chris Middleton, but 
What do you mean? And That's he a is steal. A, it's a steal. He is a great compliment right next to Giannis, too, and Drew Holiday. It's just, you know, he dealt with injuries last year, and, and he has kind of these past year and a half. So, like, I am worried about these later years of him maybe dealing with more injuries. Hopefully that doesn't happen. Because um, when Chris Middleton is healthy, like, he, can sh- he showed he can be a solid 26 to – well, I'd say like 24 to 28 points per game scorer for you. So that's all star level right there. It is. It is. And he's, you know, a good, he's a good defender. He was a great defender. I think he's moved down a little bit in, um, in terms of defense, but um, he's still reliable on the defensive end as well. But um, especially with Giannis dealing with the injuries in the playoffs, like you're going to need, you know, players like Chris Middleton and Drew Holiday to be there for the long term. And they also signed uh, Brooke Lopez back to a two-year deal, I believe, worth $48 million. So, yep. um, Yeah, and Jay Crowder. Yep. And Jay Crowder. So they're bringing Brett back pretty much the same team. Um, well, it's they, just, they just want to make Giannis happy, as happy as possible because he's going into a free agency next year too, I think, right? Or Giannis, in, no. Or the next, like... Two, three years, something like that, right? No, Giannis just signed a max, what, like two years ago? Last year, didn't he? Last year. Oh, yeah. did he? So he's going to be on the books for at least the next four years. Yeah, I don't know. The Bucks, the Bucks never really do anything crazy. The last crazy thing they did was Drew Holiday. Yeah. I mean, and. But that's those it, are the small market teams. Like, you can't, you don't expect much out of them. They, and they do have other contracts where they can trade away. Like, they got the Grayson Allen uh, deal that they made last offseason where they can trade him. They've got Pat, Pat Connaughton. They've got um, who's uh, uh, Bobby Portis. I mean, they've got contracts where they can possibly – I think the only person they really lost was Javon Carter, who uh, I believe Javon Carter signed, like, what, a three-year deal, didn't he? We are with the Bulls. Yeah, three-year, $20 million deal to sign with the Bulls. Um, so good for Javon Carter. I didn't think Javon would get nearly that much money anywhere else, especially now with the Bucks. But um, that was really the only loss that the, the Bucks had. And Yeah, and jo- Joe Ingles too, but, I mean, he didn't really yeah. play too much with them. Yes, speaking of Joe Ingles, I think that was – Literally, the the one the biggest loser that I had out of this free agency was Orlando Magic. They made one signing all free agency so far, and it was Joe Ingles. And I think they overpaid by a lot too. What was it like two years? Twenty two million. Twenty two million. Oh You're paying my god! Eleven million per year to Joe Ingles, who we haven't really seen on the court in the past two years. Yeah, and, th- and then they re-signed uh, Mo Wag- Wagner. Um... I mean, it was more. They have the cap space, so I mean, true. But you could have yeah. filled that cap space up with something else, right? Yeah, I think. I mean, Joe Ingles is a nice veteran. I think. You know. Would you rather have Joe Ingles or one of these restricted free agents or unrestricted free agents that are still on the board, like Grant Williams, PJ Washington, or Kelly Oubre? I don't want Grant Williams. I, I, I'd probably rather have Joe Ingles than those guys. Like, really? Yeah, I mean. Even at Joe Ingles' age, I think he's like 35, 36. Yeah, I mean, I don't think they're like getting him to like contribute a ton. It's more just like to have like that veteran player that like 
help some of the young guys. Hey, and guess, and if if you want to make a trade, like it's a nice you know little trade yeah, piece you can just put great, in there. Great trade contract. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, when he doesn't play a single minute on the floor, tell me how good his trade value is going to be, or even if he can be. He traded. might. He might not even play for Orlando. Like I feel like they might package him in with like Cole Anthony or like Suggs or something for someone big, bigger. Possibly. I mean, at the, at this point, they kind of just need shooting, right? Shooting's a big thing that Orlando needs, and then maybe, like... It sounds like Joe Engel's job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, he can, he can run the floor a little bit, but mainly just in half-court offense. He's not a guy that's going to push the floor at this point in his career. Yeah. I mean, really, I think they got it for, like, a shooter, but also just, like, like Adam said, like a contract that they can pair with someone to trade if they want to. Um, you could get somebody big too if you like com- combine him and Jonathan Isaac and then somebody else and then picks. Mm-hmm. Right. Speaking of Adam, though, uh, I think it's time to talk about the Suns. I-, I like what the Suns did. Brought in a lot of not necessarily great con- like you weren't going to get anybody with you know after that Bradley Beal uh, trade. So like. Fighting some vet minimum players and Drew Eubanks, re-signing players like Josh Okogie and Damian Lee, uh, bringing in Eric Gordon, even you two, Watanabe, uh, mm-hmm. great shooter. <laughs> uh, a lot of people will discount this one, but Chmezi Metu. I mean, Chmezi's a he's a baller. Fucking baller um, over here. Did not get the time of day in, in Sacramento, and I think uh, Kade Bates-Diop showed what he can do in San Antonio, so... Um. Yeah, Adam. What were your thoughts just on on those signings? I mean, pretty good free agency for your Phoenix Suns. No, oh, yeah. It, it, I like I like what they've done, and you know, they just they're. I, I'm just excited to see what what they're going to show us this this upcoming season, especially having Bradley Beal and saying "fuck you" to Chris Paul, like goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye, little boy. <laughs> the, the funny thing is, Chris Paul moves from Adam's team to Matt's team with the Warriors. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not not sold that he'll be there long term, though. <laughs> no, but I mean, the Warriors did bring back Draymond on a pretty friendly contract. I believe it was, um, what was it, four years, hundred million, year, but it's only twenty three million plus bonuses. So. 23 million goes on the contract. So, um, pretty friendly contract. A nice uh, little deal they got with Draymond. And then you bring in Chris Paul. I mean, that's not terrible if he can stay healthy. Um, but I still think, you know, Golden State probably needs a little bit more size on the back end. Um, I do like Kayvon Looney, but it would help to have a bigger guy, kind of like you said with the Lakers. Yeah, I mean, had, I saw something the other day, too, that they're the only team in the NBA with nobody above 6'9", which is wow. kind of crazy. Jeez. Um, especially when you consider how many 7-footers are in the West, too. Yeah. And they just added a 7-foot-4 player, too. <laughs> well, and um, also Chet's going to play, too, for OKC. So, another 7-footer. Yeah. So, they definitely could use some height. Um, they might address that at some point, but... Uh, just circling back to the Suns, I, I I agree with Adam that I think they had great um, additions like to round out the roster. Like 
Eubanks, I think, is a good backup center, um, considering like he's they're paying him twenty five million less than Londale, and he's probably about the same as Londale in my opinion. Right, um, I'd agree with like, that. Not a crazy difference, and then no. like you said, Metu. I mean, I think he's kind of underrated. He's like just like a hustle, like center type, power forward type player. Um, she can give you some good hustle minutes, and then uh, Kogi is a good defender. Um, he, he was decent at shooting last year, better than he had been in the past. Um, so that's not bad. And then Yuta was killing it when he was with Durant and Kyrie earlier mm-hmm. in the year um, from three. Uh, uh, he kind of struggled a little without him, but I'm sure I'm sure KD had a little bit of say in the wannabe uh, signing. <laughs> Yeah, and he's actually not a bad defender either. Did you just say wannabe? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I might have. I might have. <laughs> I mean, you might have to get his name down if he's going to be on your team, Adam. Watanabe. <laughs> Wannanabe. <laughs> You'll get it eventually. Yeah, I believe in you. I got time. I got time. Uh, yeah. Uh, I think it, this roster is, like, a great fit, though, just because, like, obviously, like, KD, Booker, and uh, Beal, like, draw extra attention. So, like, when you surround them with um, shooters like that, like catch-and-shoot shooters, which, I mean, Eric Gordon's great catch-and-shoot shooter. Watanabe, um, good shooter. Um, And then... Damian Lee. Yeah, Damian Lee. Like, that's pretty much what these guys do is just catch-and-shoot, so... Yeah. Um, Makes it very easy on those guys. Yeah, and what, one player I was hoping maybe they would have got was Jalen McDaniels because I thought they could have used somebody oh. like him. Just but... a d- if he can turn into like his brother Jaden, I mean, well, even just like a sliver of that because like he yeah. he's long like Jaden is, but mm-hmm. um, they, they, they do need like a bigger that, guy but... that can play defense a little bit. That's that's the one thing they're kind of missing. Yeah, uh, I mean, uh, they got Tory Craig. Tory Craig's pretty good at defense. Tory Craig is not on their team anymore. Tory Craig signed with... Oh, no. Uh, Tory Craig signed with the Bulls, yeah. Oh, well, shit. Yep. <laughs> so, no Tory Craig. Well, <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. <laughs> you guys ready for a bull take? Oh, but they still have that Sean Marion guy, right? Oh yeah, bring oh, back Sean Marion. No, no, Steve Nash is he's he's a superstar on this team. <laughs> uh, what, what's your bold take? My bold take, uh, my biggest loser of free agency so far is your defending champions, the Denver Nuggets. How are they the biggest loser? Biggest loser? Uh, they lost Bruce Brown. Obviously, they were going to lose Bruce Brown. Um, their first move of free agency. Signing DeAndre Jordan back to the team, huge L. Um, I don't, I don't know why you would bring back DeAndre Jordan, even though he, especially on th- one year, three million dollars, not even like the vet minimum. He gets paid three, three point one, three point two million. Um, not great. Uh, you bring in Justin Holiday, who doesn't play at all on a one-year deal, and then you re-signed. Reggie Jackson for two years, ten million. Um, didn't like any of their moves. Obviously, they lost Jeff Green as well, another veteran guy. I would have rather had Jeff Green than DeAndre Jordan. Um, 
I, I just didn't like their moves. And, and obviously they have a great team and they're going to be a championship team come the next two, three years. I'm just saying I just didn't like their free agency. That's all I'm saying. No, that's a fair point. That's a fair point. Yeah, I mean, I, I kind of agree with it too because they also lost Thomas Bryant too. I, he didn't play. True, but, yeah. Um, they did trade. Didn't they trade somebody for him too? Yeah, to the Lakers. Um, like a pick. It was um, a second round or two second round picks, which the Lakers used those second round picks to trade for Hachimura, I believe. Yeah, so I mean, I mean, it's not terrible. It's a, more just like an addition to like they didn't really add anything. And when you think about it, like Bruce Brown and uh, Jeff Green were two of the. They only played eight players most of the time, um, so now they're down to six. So they need to replace those two rotation players because um, right now all they have off the bench is Christian Braun uh, or Brown. I guess he pronounces Brown, it. Yeah. Um, so, like, who are going to be those two guys? Is, is Peyton Watson going to be able to play next year? Is, Possibly. Um, but yeah, I mean, it'd be nice if he did because I liked him at UCLA. But I mean, uh, you we'll could even what? you could even say the same for the Heat. They they've had a very bad free agency so far too. They lost Struess. They lost Gabe Vincent. Cody Zeller. Yeah, whatever. But like, (laughs) and they haven't really made any signs. They're just hoping and praying that Dame Lillard comes. (laughs) Yeah. Right. I I was actually going to say the Heat next is that they probably were the second worst. Yeah, Yeah, they made two signings. Two signings. Justin Kevin Love, bringing back Kevin Love, and then they signed Josh Richardson, who we haven't seen play basically in two to three years at a high level. So, yeah, not great for the Heat as well. And they, I mean, they got Josh Richardson. Josh Richardson. They, they did sign pretty, Thomas Bryant. Josh Richardson's pretty pretty good. I I like the I like his like game. Like uh, we saw we saw some like good games out of him this year out of Boston and uh, what was he in San Antonio too? Mm-hmm. Yep. But I mean, here's the thing. I'm not really worried too much about Miami just because they've shown they could take undrafted players and mold them into kind of how they do things down there in Miami. So that's that's one thing. I mean, it is not – it's not a great free agency, but they're, they're, I'm just not as worried the with them. They're in the business of getting people paid. <laughs> yeah, they're good for that. They got a good farm system down there. Must yeah, have learned I mean, from really the they're twins. Just, they're just banking on getting Lillard, I think. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I would too. Which, I mean, there's a good possibility it happens. But um, um, yeah, another... Uh, no, go ahead. Uh, I was about to say, I was like, the, pretty much the, like the last two dominoes of free agency is is seeing where Damian Lillard goes. Or I mean, we know he's either staying in, in Portland, which is probably not going to happen, or he's going to the Heat, so... That that's the one domino, and the other domino is is, is seeing where uh, James Harden goes. But more than more than likely, it's looking like he's going to the Clippers. But I think it's it's the same thing as the Portland. They're just trying to find trade partners. Yeah, Adam, is that is that what your sources are telling you? Is is that's where those two are going? Oh, this just in. Alex is a pussy. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, you got me there. I thought I thought something was coming in. 
some breaking news. <laughs> Damn. My sources actually confirmed that as well. Yep. Oh, is yep. that right? Is that right? My second source just confirmed Alex is a person, <laughs> so it's official some, now. I think some Woj might tweet sources. that too. I think it's oh. a li lifetime deal too. <laughs> yeah. You guys can go fuck off. <laughs> yeah, you get them next time, Mel. <laughs> God. Yeah, I mean. I thought Minnesota had a pretty good free agency as well. I mean, re-signing Luca Garza, huge. Um, got, I mean, bringing in Troy Brown Jr., who was a starter for the Lakers before they got some of those players. You bring in uh, Shake Milton as well from the Philadelphia 76ers. Good, solid player as well. And then uh, re-signing Nas Reed, re-signing um, Na as well. Nikhil Alexander-Walker. Um, I thought they had a pretty decent uh, free agency. What would you guys think? You know, I think it was just them trying to recover what they lost. I mean, because they lost, what, Torian Prince. They lost... Who else did they lose? I think it was just Torian Prince, right? I think Torian Prince is the only one they lost. I th I, yeah, I mean, I like the you know I like the mix up. I like how we're not just sticking with the same team. I like how we're kind of changing things up. But I don't think they really did anything special, which they really can't because they're tied up with so much money. That's true. Yeah, I mean, it's tough when you got three guys, and then we just re-signed re uh, Ant to a. A rookie uh, max contract worth up to twenty two hundred sixty million dollars over five years. So, I mean, when you got three guys making north of what is it thirty five million a year, plus you got Mike Conley who you're paying, um, Kyle Anderson who you're on paying, McDaniel's too, McDaniel's as well. So, I mean, there's a lot. It's going to be a lot of money going into this Timberwolves organization just to you know maybe make the playoffs so it's, it's tough I mean you you want to have hope if you're a Minnesota fan thinking maybe there's a chance we can get to you know a second round or a third round but um, what we've learned here in Minnesota is, is hopes uh, usually end in a huge crash and burn uh, about halfway through the season so I <laughs> um, I, I'm just not going to have any expectations going into this next year. Uh, all three of us are going to have season tickets for next year, so we're gonna we're gonna see how this Timberwolves team looks uh, throughout the season, and you know maybe they can make a trade before the trade deadline. But then again, it's probably going to be centered around Carl Anthony Towns. Yeah, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting on. Uh how the Wolves season. I'm glad that we got season tickets. I'm, I'm excited to see uh, see the games, all, all the games this year. So, especially the new players like Shake Milton and everybody. So, I think it's going to be interesting. But um, I wouldn't be surprised if the Wolves shaked things up midseason. Yeah, I mean, I I, I think I, I read too that we were trying to get in on the Lillard sweepstakes. Um, probably oh, yeah. pretty un unlikely, um, just because we don't have any firsts. Because I, I know they don't just want Towns; they would want either Towns plus first or first and trade Towns like 
like the hero trade where they trade him to a different team and then get first from that, but it's pretty unlikely. Hey, um, we'll, unless... we'll give them we'll give them Cat and um, and Gobert. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't Is know it... if Dame would want to be here though. <laughs> we'll, we'll also slide in a free printer yeah. in there. <laughs> Adam. Adam's just trying to give away printers here to everybody. <laughs> hey, printer, printers aren't cheap, man. I mean, that I, I wouldn't give up a printer for for some of these players. I I definitely give up a printer, but um, the Wolves lost Noel too, didn't we? I don't think he's been signed by anybody though yet. But I mean, well, if we, we haven't signed him, do we? I don't. I don't know if we do, but he is restricted, so like yeah. it doesn't matter. We can still pay him. I think, honestly, I think Noel is just waiting to see if he can get an offer. But we're so late in free agency, it's going to be tough for him to get an offer. So my guess is he resigns with the Wolves. Um, whatever that money is, I'm not sure, but um, he's also another option you can have at that kind of backup guard point guard position, but. He's also a guard that isn't, you know, known for passing the ball as much. Um, nope. So, yeah, I was just checking if we send him. Yeah, not yet. But um, we're gonna take a short break. Uh, when we come back from break, we'll talk some more free agency stuff, and then we'll get into um, some more um, news uh, from the shots side um, basis. But uh, we'll be right back, guys. Welcome back to the Shot Side Podcast. Um, an interesting topic that just uh, kind of came to attention not too long ago. I think yesterday, um, Miles Bridges getting signed to a one-year, $7.9 million contract to stay with the Hornets after um, some controversial stuff that happened uh, or arised in his past, which uh, caused him to miss all of last year. Um Adam, Matt, what do you guys think of Miles Bridges ba- being back in the league? Um, also, how his contract kind of fits into his talent, and and how you guys feel about that? Yeah, I think. Uh, I mean, I'm just I'm just glad to see Miles Bridges back in the league because, like, when he was playing, he was a he was a fun player to watch. He was a high flyer. He can he can shoot the ball, and it was fun to see him and him and Melo play together, but. You know, you know, beating your wife is not, you know, acceptable in the eyes of, you know, most people. <laughs> yeah, we see a lot of guys from Michigan State, you know, whether it's beating up a girl or if it's Draymond Green punching a teammate. You see a lot of these Michigan State fans just throwing throwing hands. <laughs> What's going on? What's going on with that, Adam? Because I know you're a big Michigan State fan. Wait, you got something against Michigan State, Alex? I don't. No, not personally. No, I don't want to get hit. Because because if you do, I, I'll stick uh, Miles Bridges and Draymond in your ass. I don't. Hey, I don't want to catch those hands. I don't want to catch those hands. You ain't waking up after one of them. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Just there's ask Jordan Poole. There's a reason why I do rec league men's league basketball. It's nice and easy. Everybody's friendly. <laughs> it's, a, it's a easy going basketball, you know. Yeah, I mean for the most part, yeah. you know. Unless you're Matt and you get. Uh, thrown out of the first game <laughs> yeah, it, was, it was only thrown out for a couple minutes and then it, it let us back in yeah 
I was so confused. I was like, why is because when that one dude that you were talking with came back in, I was like, well, what is he doing back in? I thought he got kicked out. <laughs> and then apparently on the sidelines, you guys had like an agreement that you guys could both come back in, which I really didn't care. Yeah, I mean, it was, we're kind of just making up the rules as we were playing. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But getting back on the topic, Miles Bridges, <laughs> we got a little off topic there, but um, $7.9 million is a pretty pretty easygoing contract to kind of see how he is after, you know, one year of missing basketball, you know. Yeah. If he's that. anything like what he was before, like that's a solid contract for for what he provides for your Charlotte Hornets. Definitely. And he's also going to miss 10 games of this year too. So Right. Um, that probably right. factored a little into it. Uh, if you think of it, like the Hornets just they they saved about a hundred hundred million dollars because because Miles Bridges did that, and they but, used that a hundred million dollars and spent it right on Lamelo Ball for an extension. <laughs> yeah, honestly, I think it benefited them. Like now they have a great rookie and Brand Miller joining the team. I think I think that'll be exactly what they needed. Was like a. You know, a young, a young small forward to like develop and grow with Lamelo. Right. Speaking of Brandon Miller, summer league has just started, I believe. In is it Orlando? Uh, no, it's the California Classic. It's just like a oh, California Classic. Yeah, it's just like a two day thing or something. Okay. Well, I mean, check out the summer league. Um, I believe Brandon Miller and a bunch of uh, first round picks. Uh, just started playing yesterday uh july 3rd so um if you got nothing going on on the fourth during the day i believe there's gonna be some more games so check out some more nba ball yeah let's let's be honest you're probably gonna be busy on the fourth (laughs) more than likely i think that they're actually off tomorrow and then they play on wednesday perfect they made nba made a smart decision there but um (laughs) yeah um you know, another addition for the 76ers, 76ers got, they only had added one player in the offseason, uh, bringing in Patrick Beverly. Um, what does Pat Bev add to not only the Sixers, but what has he added to pretty much every team he's ever been on in your guys' mind? His heart, heart, and just grit and grind. Like, he's, he's the type of player that will do what other people won't. And it, that's, I think it fits perfectly in Philadelphia, like, especially like Pat, Pat Bev. Like, he, I feel like he's the embodiment of Philadelphia. You know, just fuck you. Like, I don't fucking like you. Like, and I don't care. <laughs> yeah. No, I, he definitely has that vibe to him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, he's just a pest. Um, he's pretty, pretty, looking like a pretty solid defensive team because they got, Pat Bev, and then Tucker's kind of that same type of mold, just a bigger version. Um, and then also, like, Melton's a really good defender. Bias Harris is pretty good, too. And Bede's obviously a good hit defender. Yeah, uh, and another team we haven't really talked about, but a team that I thought was a big winner in this free agency, maybe didn't, you know, get the most players in free agency, but um, a team that added value to their team and added another player to their team that you know entered free agency in the Cleveland Cavaliers. I thought bringing back Karis LeVert at the price that he got, 
Um, I think it was like three years, 32 million, somewhere around there. Um, bringing in George Niang from the 76ers on a pretty good deal. Uh, and then you get a sign and trade with Max Struess, who just went to a finals, adding some shooting to this Cleveland team, which was a huge issue last year. Part of the reason why they couldn't make it past the New York Knicks and get to a conference finals uh, is because they couldn't shoot the ball. And, you know, Max Struess isn't, he doesn't fix it all by himself, but adding a player like Max Struess, adding Karis LeVert back to your team and George Niang, who can also shoot the ball pretty well, um, definitely uh, add some value to this Cleveland Cavaliers team. Now, this is granted, you know, we've seen some news about Darius Garland being in trade rumors. I don't know how serious it is. Uh, we've seen, you know, possibly some trade rumors with Donovan Mitchell again. Um, what are your guys' thoughts on that and then also on the moves that they made? Yeah, I, I think all, all that trade talk with the cat, I, that's all just talk. That's just, no, I don't think any of that is going to come to fruition especially like Donovan Mitchell. Like they literally just got him last year. I don't think they're going to even look at trading him or get getting rid of him. Well, and for one, I don't even know if they're getting anything better in exchange for Donovan Mitchell or Darius Garland right now. Especially with all these um, new new extensions that people are signing and big money contracts, but I, I think that that's just all talk. Like, you know how free agency is. It's like people are going to be talking about the most, like, extravagant things that will never, ever happen. But it's just fun to talk about. Like, you know, it's fun to see. It's fun to have these, like, trade talks. Oh, what if we gave up this and this for, you know, you know, a star player? But, yeah, it's just all talk. Yeah, I mean... Uh, I definitely don't think Darius Garland's going to get traded unless they got, like, Luca for him or something like that. Like, I, unless they got somebody crazy, <laughs> like, I, I, I don't think they'd want to trade him. Um, I don't even know if I'm, like, super sold on, like, their offseason moves because, um, I mean, none of those guys are really that good of defenders. Like, Struess is, I mean, he's decent. He also was terrible in the finals at times, too, at shooting. Um, do they need defense though? I mean, they were—I believe they were a top ten defense during the regular season. I mean, I feel like they needed perimeter defense. Like they had nobody, like to guard like perimeter players. Like, cause I get yeah, yeah, Garland's that can, not that can the also best like defender. shoot though. Because like, I mean, Struess is a decent defender though. Yeah, I mean, one of their biggest problems though is that like when you have. Um, both Mobley and Allen out there at the same time. It's two people that can't shoot. Um, so, like, did, did it really solve that much? Um, I don't know. I mean, maybe it'll help. I just think, I mean, they lost to the Knicks. It's not like they were that close. <laughs> like, anyways, like. Yeah. But I, I still I still think Cleveland, <laughs> I don't know. I Still, in my mind, I feel like Cleveland had a better team than New York. New York just. Had better chemistry, I felt like, and and had, you know, Jalen Brunson played his his tail off in in those playoffs. I thought, I still feel like Cleveland had the better roster on paper, but like we all know, come playoff times, even having the best team on paper doesn't win you you know get, win you series. Well, so. it, it co- comes down to coaching too. Like 
Coach Tibbs, like, he's a good coach. I mean, he's not someone who's going to win you a championship, but he's going to, like, he's going to he put the right – he's going to put the right group out there for the most part. And he, he knows how to call a timeout, unlike Chris Finch. <laughs> yeah, and also, like, for, for the Cavs, like, it's more on, like, Garland and uh, Mobley have to step up because, like, Mitchell had some big games. Like, you just have to – if you're going to be a star, you got to be a star, and that happens in the playoffs. I just don't think mm-hmm. they roast to the occasion. That's a good point. Very good point. Um, a guy who got a really nice deal for, you know, someone who we thought was going to maybe get a mid-level exception, maybe around 12 to 12 to 13 million uh, tops in uh, Bruce Brown, ended up getting a, a lucrative deal. Uh, two years, 45 million. Um, if you do the math on that, I believe it's around 22 and a half per year. Um, pretty good size deal for Bruce Brown. Um, got his got his bag. Now there is a team option on that second year, so the Pacers can um, decide to if if they're not getting what they paid for in that first year, they can decide to release him um, on that second year. But either way, you're still getting paid, you know, around twenty three million if you're Bruce Brown for one year, which is way more than anybody else would have paid him in my eyes. I, I think I think that twelve million dollar mid level exception is is what a lot of teams were looking at getting them. And, uh, you know, Denver loses a really good key contributor to their championship team. And there's honestly, there's nothing they could have done about it because I think the most they could have offered him was probably around like that. I think it, the most they could have offered is $8 million, um, to, to re-sign him. So there was no chance of them getting them. But what do you guys think of the fit in Indiana, how it fits with Tyrese Halliburton? And then also the contract. Uh, we'll start with Matt. Yeah, I mean, it, it's a lot. But also I think Bruce Brown could give you more too. Like, I think he could have a bit, a slightly bigger role too. Um, I mean, it, there's, a, there's some pretty heinous contracts too. So, like, is $22 million that big of a deal when it's only two years and it's on a young team that has cap space? Um, you know, I don't really think think so. Um, well, if you're gonna pay him that, you you probably gotta start him, right? I I mean, I would yeah, you you think so, right? Like, what would yeah. it be like? And then bring like Buddy off the bench, then. If you're gonna start Ben Benedict Matherin, I mean, I don't know how you can't start Ben. Like, right? If, if he's so somebody Bruce you're gonna the build two. around. Yeah, Tyrese at the one. Bruce at the two, and then Ben at the three, and then you figure out uh, who you're going to put at that four uh, to go with Miles Turner. Yeah, I mean that's that's probably what I would roll with. Um, I, I think that that's actually like pretty solid lineup, like defensively too, like because Halburn's yeah. a good defender. Um, Bruce Brown's obviously a good defender. Um, but I, I don't mind the signing either too. I think Bruce Brown's one of those like tone setter players too that can help like a young team like get bring that defensive intensity more often um but yeah i think it, it does it sucks a ton for the nuggets though because i think they will miss him oh for oh, sure. oh yeah no yeah on paper on paper it looks crazy but i think it was um a pretty good contract for both sides because yeah like, like you said like 
Pacers, they get like one year to see what it's all about. And if they don't like it, they don't have to stick with it. Like, and I'm sure someone else will take on um, Bruce Brown. But I, I didn't think it was too bad. But yeah, it is kind of crazy seeing that number like 45. What was it? 45 for two years? Yeah, 45 for two years. Yeah. It, yeah, it is, it is crazy seeing that number, but I don't think it was too too bad. No. And, I, you know, Bruce Brown earned it. I, I think he showed – I think our question that we had with him these last couple of years is, can he shoot the three ball? You know, and he proved this year that not only in that Lakers series but also in the finals that he can shoot the three and play great defense. And he's a guy where if you need a secondary ball, play, ball uh, playmaker – he can do that as well. So um, he definitely earned this money. I just I didn't expect a team to pay him, especially with the new CPA rules and the new tax, um, uh, the first tax bracket and the second tax bracket. I didn't think a lot of teams were willing to pay that, but uh, clearly the Pacers were, and, and props to them for going out and getting their guys. So um, big win for the Pacers. They're going to have a really good uh, defensive team next year. Uh, along with some players that know how to win games. So um, that's what you kind of want to put around a guy like Tyrese Halliburton, who you just paid uh, a max extension for, I believe, the same as uh, Ant, right? Five years, $260 yep. million. Yep. So um, solid, solid move for the Pacers. Uh, we have two other teams that we really haven't talked about that only made one move. Um, first off being Derek Rose signing with the Grizzlies. Um, on a two-year, I believe it's around like, uh, what, it's like six, $7 million deal. So um, I think a lot of teams were kind of looking at maybe getting Derrick Rose last year. Uh, Memphis gets him this year. So um, look at Derrick Rose to kind of maybe be that backup point guard. I still feel like, you know, with Ja being out, how do you think Memphis's lineup is going to go for those first 25 games uh, not having Ja? And I hope I hope D I mean, Rose got a start, right? I don't know whose other point guards they have. Marcus Smart. Got just got. Oh yeah, Who? Marcus. Oh, Smart. Marcus Smart. Yeah. So I, I, Marcus I, I probably start. starts. Yeah, no, definitely. He'll probably start. But, they, if you, but Derek, if you're, Derek if you're me, it. like I would love to see Derek Rose start. You know, and just you know. Lead a team. Those knees, we have, those knees can't handle it. No, we, we all we, <laughs> no. we all know that like those knees ain't they ain't lasting the full season. They only need to last those twenty five games. That's it. <laughs> I, I think most you play them like in spurts, maybe like four minute spurts. So you're maybe giving them like twelve to sixteen minutes, twenty minutes tops um, during the regular season. Is what I would think. Honestly, I'm just I'm honestly a little surprised that like teams still want Derrick Rose on their team because like he's a bit of a liability right now in his career. Like, yeah, but the fans love him, so I mean, no, that's... yeah, he's a crowd pleaser for sure. But like, that's about it. You ain't really getting too much on the court out of him. I'm just saying. I mean, this goes perfectly into what kind of something we're doing next um 
uh, when we do our, our film stuff uh, in Like Mike, I mean, when they brought in this this little 14-year-old kid when they couldn't make any money <laughs> and they bring him in and, and all of a sudden they're filling out arenas, I mean, this is kind of like Derrick Rose. Like, when you don't have Ja Moran for those first 25 games, what, what are you bringing in that's going to make your fans come to those games? Somebody like Derrick Rose is going to bring in some fandom, um, you know, and, and get you those ticket sales. So uh, I think Marcus it's a good Smart. move. Same with Marcus Smart as well. So yeah. who um, do you who do you think they're gonna start in place of uh, Brooks? That's that would probably be the biggest question. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah probably not John Car- Conchard, right? You don't want. I wouldn't. Would you? <laughs> no, I wouldn't either. So I mean, that's a great question. I don't, I don't maybe, know. Maybe Roddy. Cool. Roddy, possibly. Um, Who's that other forward that's young? Aldama? No. Oh, uh, LaRavia. Oh, Jake LaRavia, maybe. But he's. This will be his second year, right? So. Yeah. Possibility. I think eventually yeah. it'll, be, it'll be like Smart, Jaw, and Desmond Bain. Yeah, that's that's what on paper that's what you'd probably want is Jaw at the one, Desmond at the two, and then I mean maybe you can put Desmond at the three because he's a little bit bigger and more kind of you know just younger too than Smart is, and just keep Smart at the two. Um, and then you just have that big lineup with Jaron Jackson, Triple J, and and Stephen Adams. Hey, maybe you uh, maybe you just fit Zaire Williams in there at the three. Ooh. That's a name I haven't heard. I could definitely see Zaire Williams starting at that three. Uh, with maybe, maybe, maybe this is the year where he just kind of you know sparks his name. You know, I thought he was good before he got injured last year. No, he's a great, he's a good player. I, I just don't know if he's you know all that. We just we haven't really seen much. I'm high on him. I think he's gonna be a really good player. Seems and like the way that Memphis. Regressed. You think he regressed? A little bit. I mean, it seemed like he was going to, like, he did good in that, that Wolves series, like, a couple years ago. Yeah. But then. I don't know. Maybe I'm know. just, I'm still high on him. I think he's young. Um, and he's he's got a lot of talent. I mean, his shooting is, is a little spotty, but, like, uh, if he can figure out a way to curve some of those minutes uh, due to, like, what he does on the defensive end uh, with his athleticism, I think think he'll be able to you know find some minutes um from coach jenkins there yeah it could be yeah i feel like all he needs is just the opportunity to just shine right at, at most he's only averaged like 21 minutes a game and that was his rookie year mm-hmm. so he he did technically regress this past year quite a bit but he was riddled by injuries so well, I got one more guy on this free agent list that I kind of wanted to talk about. Um, a little good storyline, too. Um, Dante DiVincenzo signing with the New York Knicks. I believe four years, $50 million is what it's marketed at right now for his contract. Um, bringing some of these Villanova guys back. Adam, how do you feel about uh, New York and, and the situation they're putting themselves in for next year? 
The Villanova boys are back in town. <laughs> they just need they just need Mikel Bridges, right? Yeah, I don't know if that's gonna happen. <laughs> hey, who knows? Oh, probably maybe, not. Probably not. Maybe they throw in like Julius Randle, a couple RJ first. Barrett. Yeah, RJ Barrett. You know, a couple first. I think they could pry him. <laughs> that would be pretty. That would be pretty insane. I think that would be the first time ever they would be like four of the same co- collegiate players on the same NBA team. Yeah, and then I'm try- I'm trying to think of if there's a center from Villanova that was really good. I can't think of any. Yeah, I doubt it. He's probably not in the league. (laughs) Oh, Jenkins? (laughs) He's... They did. They did have a Jenkins is more of like a... That was yeah. I think it might have been like Spellman or something like that. Like Omari Spellman. Spielman? Oh. Omari Spielman. Yeah, Spielman. Yeah, he didn't really make it that far, but... I mean, their guards are usually pretty good, though, coming out. I mean, maybe they even trade for Cam Whitmore. <laughs> Have him play at the three or something. Play like a small lineup. Honestly, though, that was that was a great signing for New York. Being DiVincenzo. Yeah. Because they needed more guard help. So that will definitely um, help that team out. But I, I'm still really not high on New York. I they don't I don't believe I don't believe in Mitchell Robinson. I think their center their center position is pretty weak. Yeah, well you could oh. trade for like Yusuf Nurkic. Yeah, I don't know if you want that. Didn't they uh they traded Obi Toppin, right? They, they did. did to the Pacers. So oh, another so good that, move. That's who Pacers. their four will be then. Possibly, yes. Probably. Yeah, unless they want to roll like a small ball five, like Isaiah Thomas or uh, or I, um, Isaiah Jackson, Isaiah Jackson, Isaiah Jackson, or like Jalen Smith. Yeah, but maybe got, maybe they start options. Obi Toppin. Yeah, but yeah, bunch of options. Um, anything else you guys wanted to talk about uh, to close out uh, free agency here on the Shots Aside uh, account? podcast oh i mean more i think i think for the most part like it's not this isn't the craziest free agency but we'll definitely have more things to talk about when when we see where uh damian lillard go and and uh, mm-hmm. james harden so we, we still have some things left in free agency but for the most part i think uh all the all the majority big things already happened Yeah, I mean, it'll be interesting to see where a couple guys go. Like, Ubre could be interesting just because, like, he could be a nice addition to, like, a, a team. And then P.J. Washington, maybe. Um, I, I probably most want to see where yep. Io goes or Ao or however you pronounce it. But, Io, um, yeah. I was thinking maybe, like, maybe like, the Spurs for him. Um, oh, yeah. I know they resigned Trey, but like I don't know if they're fully sold on Trey, so maybe they could kind of interchange the two and see which one they like long term. Um, yeah, and you're never sold on somebody when you offer somebody two years, twenty million. So yeah, but I don't know. Right. Be interesting to see where a couple of these guys go. Shooter's kind of interesting too. Yep. I th- I could see him going to a contender maybe. Who? Shooter. 
Dennis Schroeder went to the Raptors. Oh, he signed? Okay. With the Raptors? Yep. Yeah, uh, I like that for them. Yeah, it's a good signing. He'll probably be their starting point guard after Van Vliet went to the Rockets. But How big a contract um, did he get? Um, I got it right here. Um, I want to say it was like two years 36 million or something like that oh, maybe that's, that's pretty solid it was a decent contract it was a decent one yep yeah two year two years 26 million that, that's solid so for not me. a bad contract for Schroeder yeah I mean Schroeder's not finding the mid-level exception 13 million anywhere else so um no. he got a, he got paid um but uh, we're going to have a lot of more stuff to talk about with trades and how everything looks uh, with every team when we do our breakdowns for every single team this offseason. Uh, so stay tuned for all that stuff. Um, like I said, we're doing a new segment. It's going to be uh, – uh, we're, we're still it's still in the works of what we're going to call it right now. As of now, I'm calling it uh, Big Screen Ballers <laughs> as of right now. I like uh, it. You guys like that one? Big screen ballers? Oh, like yeah. It. It's pretty good. We can work on it. We can work on it, but I like it. I like it it's, for now. It's, yeah, it's in the works, but our first film that we're doing is Like Mike. Um, not sure when it's going to be released, but um, we're just going to basically um, have some awards that we do through the show. We're going to go through the entire movie on its uh, on its own. Um uh, it's going to be a, a fun little new process that we're going to do here at Shots Aside. So um, we got a bunch of breakdowns. We got film stuff we're doing. Um, Adam's got a new TikTok coming out soon, right? It's coming out. It's coming out. Hey, <laughs> check it out Just, tomorrow. Check it out tomorrow? Check All it right. out tomorrow. July 5th. That's when it's coming out. But um, that's going to be, be it here from uh, us at Shots Aside. Thank you to Adam and Matt for all your guys' uh, uh, information on free agency. Um, it's been a long week just going through kind of all the free agent moves, but uh, I really appreciate you guys giving your uh, two cents, uh, so to speak. And um, we'll see you guys on the next one. Peace out. Peace. Peace. <laughs> <laughs>